Hey, hey, hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Better, the July edition. I'm Dr. John Duffy, and with me is Dr. Mrs. Mrs. Dr. Duffy. Julie Duffy. <laughs> um, and uh, as always, everything's amazing. Uh, welcome to 2020. Um, start us off, honey. How are you? Um, I. You know what I don't like, honey. Whoa. I like. Oh, oh the word honey. I, yeah, like the word honey, honey. Yeah. Honey. Honey or hun. Wait. We literally end every podcast with "I love you, honey." I know. I don't love it. I like babe. Oh no. It's very no, sunny no, and no, share. No, no. It's very seventies hipster. No. How you doing, babe? What's uh-uh. up, babe? All right, well, let's think of another term of endearment. Um, your dad calls your mom Bunny, which is the most endearing oh, effing thing of all time. Oh, my dad me Bunny. Ooh, maybe it's you he's, I'm thinking of. Yeah, my dad calls me Bunny. Okay. Um, uh, Mike Pence calls Mrs. Pence nope. mother. Uh, I think that might work <laughs> out for us. <laughs> wow. I might have made that up, but man, would that be great. <laughs> Hey, so we haven't been here for a month. We haven't been here for a month. um, And everything's so COVID. You got it's been one more super COVID month. If you've been following the um, what do you call it, like the EKG of the COVID graph, you'll notice in recent weeks suddenly not so good anymore, just like everybody told us it was going to be. Turns out the infectious disease experts and science have something going on that <laughs> the rest of us guessers don't know. Oh, my God. Yeah, so I actually had this one sniffle on Saturday, so I got a swab test. Yeah, Julia had a swab <laughs> which test. Which we know was negative, but I'm now I'm I just I'm waiting for my results. <laughs> I there is literally a, uh, have zero symptoms. That's the only reason that I've had this plastic partition installed in here. <laughs> it's really the Julie swab test. It would be the shockeroo of the century if it was positive. Although I was nervous when I called today to get my results, but they were already closed. But they said they would come tomorrow. Julie does not have COVID. She literally had the one symptom any of us can think of other than, you know, a broken leg that isn't a COVID symptom. No, I just had a little sniffle, and I just, I knew I, I even FaceTimed with my doctor, and she was like, eh, you know, just take some vitamin C. She's, and they have tests, so she said, listen, you can get a test, you know, or if you start feeling worse, you can get a test, and literally the second I hung up with her, I knew I wanted to get a test. <laughs> if, uh, if you are in the Chicagoland area, and you have been to a Walgreens, CVS, uh, Mariano's or Jewel looking for vitamin C, by the way, you have our apologies. Julie took it all. <laughs> <laughs> vitamin C? I'm telling you, man, I have never... You know how you... Uh, what I picture... Wait, walk- I did buy... Are you serious? Did you see this? I bought some like emergency. I saw emergency. I've walked through the puff clouds... It feels like walking into an opium den, walking into our house, because it's what? like cloudy, orange cloudy, no. <laughs> with vitamin C No, I will stuff say, and, like, I'm one of those people that, you know, if they say take 500, or what, 1,000 milligrams of vitamin C, that means take a 1,000 milligrams 
every hour. Yeah. <laughs> Take the rest of the vitamin C now. We made the mistake of making friends with somebody who is loosely connected to the medical industry who came up with a term who I that I think she may have made up called loading dose, <laughs> which is take one and a half times the recommended dose of anything. Just to get her going. Get, <laughs> get it rocking. <laughs> and I think that's just how she started with cocaine in the 80s. I think that's how the whole thing started. Oh the my bell God. started ringing. What are we even talking about? But yes, I did buy um, several different kinds of vitamin C uh, emergency, the liquid kind. I've had it in tea. I've had it hot. I've had it cold. I bought some that had uh, ginseng and something else. Magnesium, zinc. The zinc I couldn't find, so I had to buy that separately. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it is. It's cray-cray time. And I will tell you, I have been completely calm during this entire COVID urgency. I haven't had a single moment where I was worried that I had COVID. Yes, one day you had a little tummy upset and you felt like you had it and I had to come over and give you a hug and a sandwich and you were okay. Listen, we're Listen, all- Listen, we've all gotten the trots. We all- <laughs> <laughs> It's the perfect storm for anxiety, symptom scanning, which is such a- uh, um, such a symptom of without I'm using redundant. It's a uh, an element of anxiety. Um, it is. It's an OCD suggestion. <laughs> no, no, no. But but in, it, in it, a way, but, and seriously, it is anxiety. We, we've said this before. Anxiety is an amazing liar, and so you can. This is like the perfect storm. You're looking for, you know. Do, does my body ache? Do I have a headache? My friend and I were talking, and both of us, I had pulled like a muscle on my back working out. And I had done this before. I had the very exact same feeling in the exact same space. But I that was... That must have been during COVID-16. <laughs> that was a couple of weeks ago. But I was thinking, is it my lungs? And it's so funny because I talked to my girlfriend, Barb, and she hurt her shoulder, I think, playing pickleball. Same exact thought. Is it my shoulder or is it my lungs? So we're all, oh. I don't know. You know, it weary. depends on who you are. A lot of the kids I'm working with are are not COVID anxious. Some of the kids are. Then they, um, that's my might be why the kids are getting some COVID right now. <laughs> for sure. Um, well, uh, for some young people, some of the youngsters, um, the idea is, uh, you know, I'm sick of worrying about it. I'd rather just get it. In a way, you can wrap your brain around this, right? Um, you know, I've been I've been at this for six months. I'm sick of thinking about it. I'm sick of hearing about about it from my parents. I'm sick of sneaking out of the house to see my friends. I'd rather just have it, be sick for a couple of weeks, know that I have the antibodies, know I'm not going to get my grandparents sick if I go to see them in a month, and be done with it. You know, like no, I get that. With, with the idea that they know they're going to be done with it, which most of them are smart enough to know that's not a guarantee. Right. That's yeah. not the case. Um, the psych, they the, don't know that that's the case. They they think that the antibodies go away quickly in some cases. This is why we're all so upside down because there's so much information 
and it changes all the time, but definitely wear a freaking mask. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if there's nothing else, you know, and when I've done... You know, when you're walking into stores, when, you're, when you can't socially distance, I think we're all, I think we all get that now. Don't be a mask hole. I think we don't all get that now. Um, I, I'm speaking from experience at Starbucks today. Oh, no. Yeah. I just, oh, they, they have a corporate rule. I know. I shamed a guy right into it. Oh. Yeah. Did he have, I've what, seen did the guy he... before, and I've never had a better time than saying, <laughs> hey, wear a mask did right now. Did he have one with him? Yeah. He had one with him, and he didn't have it on. And, you know, like this is one of those things. I've been, I've been doing a lot of, like, media lately handy enough right from here in the podcast studio because I can't go to anybody's place so I can just do a session walk across the hall be on the radio yeah. do a TV gig You're walk everywhere. back across the hall it's pretty fun um, but you know um, I'm not always overt with my opinion because I'm trying to um, just talk to the psychology of a lot of what's going on Understood. but bottom line is um, I am more than happy. So people have been asking me, what do you say to somebody who's not wearing a mask? I've been asked this question so many times and typically, you know, not to be overly shaming, but it's like what I, what I say to people honestly is, Hey man, I really need you to wear a mask, you know? And yeah. as I said to this guy, oh. I need to wear a mask, um, because these people are working. Yeah. I'm here. It's just not fair. That's the thing. You know? Like that, well, that's, and this was early on you know, March when nobody really knew what was up with the mask thing. But my turning point was walking into Trader Joe's when I, they had, they had um, shifted into this amazing protocol where they all had masks. They had the, um, they had the plexiglass up. They take your cart. Listen, I know if you listen to this podcast, if you're still hanging in there with us, I did a whole episode about Trader Joe's. But I am so in awe of the effort they're putting in. And um, they are sanitizing the carts and they're spacing it out so they don't let too many people in. And they take your cart and you stand way back and they ring you up and they bag you everything up and then you step up. Quickly swipe your card. It's my favorite place to be during this. Um, and I walked in when they first started that. And actually, there there wasn't a line. So I didn't even know that they were doing that yet. In other words, they were, but there was no one in line. So I walked right in. I'd end, and then I realized, oh, my God, everyone in the store has a mask on, and I don't. And that's when I went, well, I... I'm an asshole. I'm not going to be, you know, they're they're doing that for me. I'm not going to not wear a mask and that's when I started wearing masks. Now, I'm not that's not to pat myself on the back, but at the very least, how can you walk into a place where everyone's masked for you and not do the same for them? I do not get it. We will not beat this um like up, but I think we just did. But that's okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You know, we've dipped into the Trader Joe's story and the Starbucks story. I think we pretty much. But wear a mask and, you know, don't be an asshole. And you know what? Don't hang your schnoz out because that looks like kind of an intentional F you. Put your nose in. Okay. What, what I think. I guess I'm not done with the mask thing. Okay. I've seen I... a lot of schnozes at Mariano's. <laughs>
Yeah, but yeah, if, you, if your point is you're not wearing the mask properly, your schnoz is out, you are, if you sneeze, I'm getting your COVID. And there's a part of me that thinks half the people that have their nose out know. I know what you're doing. There, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind yeah, of nephew. I know you're, what's, what's insane to me is, you know, um, have you seen the picture? Have you seen the picture of, um, there's a picture of somebody holding up their iPhone and taking a picture of an ice cream cone. And um, and somebody put, it's kind of a meme thing. And somebody said, I'd like to go back to 2010 or something, show this to somebody and ask them what's going on here. You know, like, because picture that. Picture before you knew what an iPhone oh, was. Oh, just taking like, a picture of an ice cream yeah, cone. Yeah, what, okay. the, what the okay. hell is happening yeah. in this picture, right? Um, I'd like to go back six months. <laughs> and show somebody, you know, five minutes in somebody's life and say, what happened? This is this is July or April of this year. What's going on here? Oh you know, God. like how how rapidly things are changing. You know, you talked about like your favorite place right now during this time is is being over at Trader Joe's. Mine, I'd, my favorite places are my office where somehow I feel this great ease and comfort um, working through some of the toughest pieces of this with families and my house where I feel completely comfortable and, you know, and have very little social demand. And now that people are starting to like open up and talk to each other, I'm like, Hey, 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 <laughs> Hey, this is about a year long thing. Let's just take it easy. You know, everyone kind of take a big step back and give me a little space for a minute. I'm not, I'm not ready to jump in the pool. Oh, no, no. The first part of the real hunker down quarantine, um, there was, it felt um, temporary. None of us knew. It felt temporary and it was so kind of fun and snugged in with George and Lauren and Lucy and games and um, uh, puzzles and, you know, ordering in and charcuterie. (laughs) But as this has not gone so swimmingly with regards to the curve. It kind of You mean looks, with the people dying and getting really, really sick? Yeah, and, yeah. It, you know, going down, you know, you kept kind of reporting in when it was supposed to peak, and it kept that kept stretching out, and then now it's just a shit show. And so it's depressing. Yeah. Um, well, and where I was going a minute ago that I don't, don't think I ever landed on is when this started, the idea of masks seemed once, once it became apparent that, Hey, this might play a role in preventing the spread. I, you know, I follow, as you know, um, Tim Leahy, uh, MD, infectious disease expert extraordinaire and his, uh, wife, Dr. Jessica Leahy. PhD psychologist extraordinaire, and I love them, and I want to hang out with them sometime. But in the meantime, you know, when he first suggested, like, "Hey, the single thing, if we do nothing else, if there were no hand sanitizer on the friggin' planet, if we all wore masks for two weeks, this thing would stop spreading." You know, and I still, he stands by that to this day, and yeah. I believe him. Um, and the idea, if somebody had told me. In March, like, this is going to become a major political issue, Mm, mask mm, wearing. mm, I'd been mm. like, 
well, who would stand on what side of the mask wearing? <laughs> like, you know, who would be against it? How, how, how could you possibly create the case, you know? And the idea that somehow this has become part of our, like, our fundamental rights promised to us in the Constitution, <laughs> this is bastardized nine ways to Sunday. Amen. Wow, nine ways to Sunday. That's the Amen. first time that's been used <laughs> in the last decade. Uh, well, governors who were uh, hesitant to mandate masks are now, uh, as they swim in COVID, um, singing a different tune. Yeehaw, talking to you, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We did not know what we were going to talk about, but I guess this is what's on our minds. I've been... Um, down in the Dumperuskis, <laughs> uh, with the uh, everything that's going on, and John just made a sign: "Quit twisting your water bottle." <laughs> we forget that you know our our mics are atop a table, and although it looks smoking cool, the tabletop when you touch it, kick it, uh, move things around on it, there's a there's some sound reverb, and we wanky. want you guys. <laughs> To have the best sound experience you could possibly have. So what can we all do to make this better? There's so many things going on. The Black Lives Matter movement, very important. Um, COVID, the the pandemic, um, all kinds of uh, things are happening and coming out of DC. Um, we all need to join forces, consider one another, be in this together. It sounds super oversimplified, but it is a fact. <laughs> How we do that? I don't know. Yeah, you're getting me at a weird time, man. I mean, um, I have been reading, I don't know how many people out there are familiar with the Tao Te Ching. <laughs> <laughs> and how many people just logged off the podcast? <laughs> yeah. It's a 25-year-old Chinese text. 25-year-old? 2,500. Did yes. I not say that? No. Um, written by Lao Tzu uh, 500 years before uh, the historical Christ ever walked the planet. And it is 82 very, very simple, cohesive verses. And... Um, we were up at a friend's lake house um, being very cautious yeah. about uh, uh, taking Only care of ourselves. Of and uh, young uh, Everett at 15 years old reminded me of the importance of this text in my life. So I dug out my favorite translation, which is Wayne Dyer's, and um, remembered how much peace I got from reading a verse a day and kind of keeping it in my mind's eye. The core of the Tao, the core philosophy is effectively, and this is a guy 2,500 years ago, so forget all the current modern self-help you've read. This is the first guy who said, we are all one. Amen. The only way to find peace is to find peace together. There are 10,000 things that are going to try to scare you and distract you and make you sad and depressed and anxious. Mm -hmm. But in the if you can remember that you are part of this vast whole together with everybody else. Wait, vast 
Oh, hole. Hole, hole with W-A-O. a W. Hole with a W. I was like, wait, a hole. No. <laughs> then, then, then you will find peace. That is the way. That is the Tao. It oh is really God. that simple. Mm-hmm. I recommend Wayne Dyer's. Uh, I think it comes from 2000, either 2005 or 2008. I can't remember which. I think 2005. Um, it is uh, a ghastly cover, unfortunately, but I recommend that you order this book and read a verse a day for 82 days and let me know how that goes. But um, while I am trying to remember that, and I'm very good at remembering that when I work with my clients during the day, Mm -hmm. even if fundamentally they say something I vehemently disagree with, I feel like, "Mm, I get you, we're connected, Mm -hmm. we're working on something together. Um, But you know as well as anybody that what I want to do when I get home is uh, turn on a 24-hour news channel and then uh, tee up my baseball bat <laughs> <laughs> and just wait for Tucker Carlson to say just the right thing yeah, cause you've to been get me going. Because empathic I, all freaking day. Yeah, so I, the empathy has got to go. Um, but, but Lao Tzu, were he walking the planet now, he would say, here's your answer, you guys. You know, you're all one. Every, we're all one. We're all together. And um, to Julie Duffy's big point about whether it's Black Lives Matter or wearing a freaking mask so we can take care of each other or considering whether we send our kids back to school and our faculty and our teachers who work so hard. Um, or, uh, you know, uh, I think didn't isn't there an executive order that you can discriminate against the LGBTQ community? No, 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 no. In a beautiful move, the Supreme Court decided that that was oh, right. not true. Right, so, right, right. I'm sorry so, I knew that. It's so just the, too much. It's so much, so much. So the the uh, the T and the Q are now included in the non-discrimination clause, which if you think about it for a moment, the day before they were not, which is insane, oh. man. This and, is good news. This is good news. Yeah. The, the Supreme Court has come up with some oddly um, oddly centrist rulings given the apparent leanings of the court. No, I did. How I did, careful do we have to be? <laughs> I did know that. I did know that. I, 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 I've really been. I I've feel been, very I've comfortable saying funk. we are in support. I, I'll speak for myself of LGBTQ rights across the board. Equality for all human beings. Black Lives Matter, period. Not a question mark. Um, you know, uh, so if, I don't know, if you take issue with that, man, come on. Everyone is God speaking. Yeah. So so the, the, the point would be, um, it would be not to think, this is what, what Lao Tzu would say, and um and back 2,500 years ago, there must have been something in China akin to political parties because he alludes to the division between people over and over and over again, verse after verse after verse in a very clear way. So I don't know exactly how that played out. I don't know enough about Chinese history to speak to that. Um, but but we've got our divisions. They're really clear. Um, they bring out I – will, I will speak for myself – I know that those divisions bring out the worst in me. In all of us. Yeah, I think they bring out the worst in all 100%. of us. hundred percent. Like, like, I've seen people behave 
just stunningly. Like people that I know and love that are nice and kind and uh, act absolutely ridiculously during this time. We're all stressed out. You know what? Here's the thing. Before this even happened, before the pandemic, um, a lot of people were struggling with mental wellness. A lot of people were depressed and anxious and um, whether it's adults, kids, you know, people have a lot on their plate. So to the degree with everything heightened that we can reach out to one another and for one another and pull each other all up instead of trying to, you know, push people down or uh, divide from people, that is... That's the only way. So it just, um, Jamal Cole just popped into my head, my block, my hood, my city. He's an activist. He is, um, you know, he puts his life where his words are and he rebuilds communities and educates kids and, and really goes upstream to make a change. And, you know, we did say this in the last podcast, but it you, it bears repeating. You know, what's one thing you can do today to make a difference in your block, right? I think he says in your block, my block, my hood, my city. What's one thing that you can do today to make someone else's life better, fairer, easier, and I know that um, focusing on that, focusing our energy that way gets us out of our own head and out of our own anxiety and self-pity. Um, you know, I've tried it actually a couple times lately. You know, I can get stuck in my head. We all can. And I, but then I think about other people and I reach out to friends and I say, hey, and how are you doing? And, um, you know, just... What's one thing I can do today to make make a, a positive impact on all of this shit? Yeah. <laughs> well, Seriously. It might, be, it might be small. It might be, you know, because uh, Jamal is, first of all, follow this guy, man. I mean, you know, if you want to feel like, you know, um, motivated to make some kind of difference and that there's a method for doing that, Jamal Cole made something out of nothing that just gets bigger. Um, and like, he, like one thing, for example, he, he's going to do that is um, he he works a lot with kids, with teenagers, and um, he's going to have that, that's pointless work. You really <laughs> like John Duffy? That's a lost cause. You guys have to join forces. He's going to have his kiddos show cops around their neighborhood. You know, so to build relationships. Um, and 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 have uh, these kids and these and police officers be able to see the neighborhood and situation through each other's eyes. Like how beautiful is that? Um, that's a positive. I think he's doing that almost officially with the city of Chicago. Um, so yeah, I'll he's just... also working with just just parenthetically oh, yeah. um, a group of kids, all high school students. Um, 
all African-American except, I think, two, um, on Chicago's southwest side. Uh, there's, I think, a liquor store that they are converting themselves into a fresh food, fresh fruit and vegetable stand. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. That, so, That's so amazing. They've amassed like a $50,000 grant to start that. Yeah, because he'll talk about the fact that, you know, you know, we went to this Peace March in Chatham and there's, you know, I don't know, whatever, 10 currency exchanges, but there's no bank. You know, there, there's certain, there's a, is dearth the right word? No. Is dearth a lack? Yeah, dearth is a I lack. I used to think dearth meant a, a ton. There's a dearth of- That could be such a crucial error. I know. Right. Of certain opportunities. So he is working hard on that um, in a really constructive and positive way. So, But uh, wearing a mask can be part of it. No. Oh, 1,000%. Just wear the mask. Wear the mask when you go into Starbucks. Wear the mask when you go into the grocery store. Uh, cover your mouth and your nose because don't go to the big party don't go to the friggin thing in the ozarks where they're bouncing the ball around and there's five thousand people in one pool think Anywho. about um even if it makes someone else feel less anxious you don't know if you're walking by somebody who's ill who's uh Ew. going through you know chemo who's you just think about the other guy and don't Focus on being right or, you know, I don't know. Just let's all try to make each other's experience during all of this a little easier, a little kinder, a little gentler. I noticed when I was in Walgreens the other day, everyone had a mask on. I mean, I just took a beat and I noticed – I don't love that we have to do this. None of us do. But no, it's weird, it man. Looked it's like suddenly normal and people looked people had a, a spring in their step. They all had masks on. There was even a gal who had like a, ma- a mask that matched her outfit. She looked stylish and cute. You can tell when people are smiling. You can tell who people are. I actually have been surprised. You know, sometimes you're out and it's hard to recognize or remember names. I'm surprised I recognize everybody even though Two-thirds of their faces covered up. but it, I'm it, counting on people not recognizing me. <laughs> I'm going to keep wearing a mask as long after this is over. But I'm in Walgreens. Everyone's masked. And it was just a normal, pleasant, happy shopping experience. And I had deep appreciation for it. Here's here's my thing. And maybe we're talking too much about masks. But it's there, there's something profoundly symbolic about it. Because it's the one thing I can think of in a very long time where, I, I mean, I feel safer somehow when I'm wearing a mask, but my Tim Leahy's, my infectious disease experts, my Fauci's are saying, this is for somebody else. This is for other people's safety. So when the- But if two people are masked, it's considered a non-exposure. So it is does work both ways. But- but the overriding message is, I wear a mask for your safety. It's the golden rule in action, right? It, but it's also, yes. Right? Not working. It, that's what people are digging into. Oh, well, I'm not sick, so I don't have to wear a mask. 
if if you're wearing a mask and I'm wearing a mask, there's very little chance of transmission. So well, and so okay, so the few people I know who feel politically different than I do, um, I can feel them scouring, you know, um, either you know five-month-old MSNBC episodes for some doc somewhere who said masks weren't going to be effective against this thing or, you know, like it, some some fringe publication that says, oh, well, the particles are able to permeate the mask, which works like a net. And, you know, my plea to all of us is don't look so hard. Just trust that the thing is probably more safe than not and certainly isn't doing any harm. It's not cutting off your breath or anything like that. And the message you're giving when you wear a mask is, I care about the well-being of all of us. Why the hell not? And you take this seriously. And again, if two people are masked, the chance of transmission is minuscule. So it protects both if both are wearing. Plus, uh, the president said you look like the lone, lone major, ranger. Lone, the what? president. <laughs> let's start that take six. Let's not even mention the president. All right, fair enough. <laughs> um, what else is going on? Let's 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 um, end on a fairly upbeat note here. Well, are you? What will make you feel better? You said you've been feeling down in the doldrums. You're um, feeling a dearth of happiness. I, um, well, we've got some fun plans that you and I are going to make about just going forward. I guess I, I guess I need a COVID plan, like life plan. Now that we've seen it's not just a temporary snugs it in moment, it's, it's has legs. Like having a, how to navigate, how to live life in that context in a happy way that I, want to be we all want to be happy healthy mentally healthy physically healthy we want to see we want to have interactions we want to see friends we want to stay connected we we need all that so how do we do that so that that will make me happy how to figuring that out and you and I are going to talk about that um and then you know we're getting together socially distanced with some friends this weekend um we're then have plans to see George and Lauren they moved back downtown and we miss them and Lucy, but we're we're gonna see them. So life plan and um, connection plans. <laughs> right on. Okay. How about you? Um, well, I'll tell you what. If you are a um, a licensed clinical psychologist with no work at all, and you're damn good at what you do, uh, text me. <laughs> because I will keep you busy. I um, have found as any, well, it's been a while. You've, even if you listen to this podcast, you might not know. I've never been busier in my life, and it doesn't seem to be slowing down at all. Um, we are going to need mental health professionals. I am going to hire at least a, a, a person. So um, write us seriously at Doc John Duffy. Am I right? Do I have this uh, right? Let's do Duffy Reception at gmail.com. And um, yeah, let's. Uh, I will. I promise you, I will walk through how to do this kind of thing, and um, and and do it well, and uh, you'll have a thriving career, and you will help a lot of people. 
And so we're looking for licensed therapists with experience with adolescence. Yes. Yep. Um, a PsyD would not be the worst thing. I like that. I like that degree. I happen to have one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I will have time for uh, hanging out, connection, getting myself COVID tested, um, <laughs> and the like. Um, and yeah, I mean, listen, this is this is going to be a haul, right? I mean, we knew that months ago. I think we're starting to feel the fatigue of it. I think we're starting to sense that, if not a full-on second wave where we are, parts of the country are in the middle of their first wave, and it looks like a tidal wave, right, down in Florida, Texas, Arizona. Well, which Arizona. just affects the whole country. Yeah. I mean, we, I don't know if this is right. It was just a blip. I have been looking at social media way too much. It's really hurting my brain. But... Um, literally the U.S. citizens are not allowed to travel to so many places right now, which is just mortifying. Yeah. Mexico, it turns out, did build a wall to keep us out. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like, we are not allowed in Mexico right. coming from most states. Or Europe. Yeah. This it's... is a fact. We're not allowed in Europe. So let's uh, do... We Trudeau need to do... is considering not, allow not allowing us in Canada, and he's polite. Yeah, <laughs> we need to do a, a way better job. We're doing the worst job the worst on the job. face of the friggin' planet, and we should be smarter than this. So we need to do better. So everyone uh, be slightly more others-centered, and um, let's go. And uh, you know what? Take care of your families. Take care of your people. Um, because uh, mental wellness is not at its apex. Mm -mm. Um, when I talk about a second curve, man, um, I thought it was lagging behind the uh, COVID curve. It is not. It seems to be sitting right in front of it, to be honest. Um, so um, mental illness, uh, well, mental unwellness, I mm -hmm. want to call it that, mm -hmm. is, is, is definitely... An issue, take care of yourself, um, check in with yourself daily to see how you're doing, exercise, man, move if you can move. Um, yeah. That's saving my skin, I know that, because I've been working long hours and Julie's been good enough to encourage me to go out for a run or go downstairs and lift or something like that, and it's changing things. So, um, so what's the funniest thing going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, oh! There's just one little baby I follow on Instagram that cooks. That's all. I can't. I don't have my phone with me. That's still cute. I. You know what though? It's uh, babies that cook. I. That kind of thing is only appealing to a certain segment of the population. I think. Oh, and not funny, but my friend Cassie, um, who lives in California, they have an alpaca farm, and I'm just saying we gotta go when this is all over. She bought. My last painting. Thank you, Cassie. Um, and I was texting her today. She actually hasn't gotten it yet because it's at her other house. But um, oh my God, there's like there's like a ping pong table. She showed me a picture, and then there's just this alpaca just like sitting next to it on the ground. And I have to go there, and I have to hang out with alpacas. I'm, I need animal energy. All right, I let's. Digress. We'll 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 go. No, I mean, some. I really we really have to go here to this place with the alpacas. They're so cute. 
Okay. All right. All right. Um, so uh, for now, this is better. Um, and we will try to get back here a little more regularly. Hope you guys are well. Um, love, love you. Love you all. And love, love you, you all. John. Love you, Julie, until we come up with something more enduring. <laughs> love you, babe. Love you, babe. sweetie pie. Love you. None of this. Well, we're going to have to work on it. All right. Okay. okay. Peace out.